Amen. It's a, it is an honor and a privilege to be with you. Um, Pastor's been very gracious. Uh, I've actually, home is a tiny little town called Pumpkin Center, Louisiana. If you've heard of Hammond, Louisiana, it's actually a tiny little suburb of, of Hammond. Um, that's home, and uh, I'm actually home for three weeks before, Lord willing, heading to Ghana uh, to meet with a young man over there, Ghanaian man that uh, believes and is following the call to surrender and go full-time with the ministry. And so I'm home for these three weeks and was looking and asking the Lord what he would have me do and just happened to come across the church's website and saw you had a missions conference and thought, well, Lord, um, I'll write to Pastor Merritt, and if it works, if the Lord so leads, that's great. And if it's not, that's great too, because that means it's not of the Lord. I don't want to be where the Lord doesn't want me to be. But uh, thank you, Pastor. I greatly appreciate the opportunity. And to be able to share tonight a few minutes is, is a great grace. Um, I do just want to take a moment. I'll take it out of the presentation. But I, I appreciate your prayer, Brother Aaron, tonight. Um, as you prayed... The Lord reminded me of uh, a Pastor Rusty Silvertooth, who pastored Fundamental Baptist Church for 19 years. Um, unfortunately, he resigned uh, the, his role as pastor just over a year ago due to health. But he would regularly, uh, with tears in his eyes from the pulpit, simply recite a very short, I don't know if you could call it a poem, it's so short, but he would simply say this, Others, Lord, others. Let others, Lord, others, let this my motto be. Let me live for others, Lord, that I might live for thee. And that has stuck with me, and I think I really appreciate the, the Lord leading you to pray in such a way that was of God, because if that's missions, that's missions. It's, missions isn't defined by a country or a border or even a culture or a people. Missions is others. And I'm thankful for the opportunity just to be among a group of folks who, who love the Lord, love his heartbeat, and, and love missions. So I'm thankful for that. My name is Mark Waddington. As, as a pastor has said, we serve with Rock of Ages Ministries. Very briefly, um, uh, married, 53 years old, four children, two girls, two boys. The boys are sandwiched by the girls. Probably a good thing. The eldest one is 28, Georgina. She lives in Italy right now. Our youngest, our older son, Jordan. Uh, got married a year or so ago. Uh, they live about 40 minutes from us. As long as it's that way, we're happy. We'll see what the Lord does. But they're expecting their first child, which is our first grandchild. So that's exciting. And then we have a second son, our youngest son, Matthias. Uh, he's 21, still living at home. He works as a, a mechanic over in Baton Rouge. And then I have a 17-year-old girl who we're trying to hold on to as long as we possibly can. Um, young Joy, our fourth in the house. Um, we were, uh, didn't grow up in a Christian family, um, but the Lord got a hold of my heart through a school friend that was praying for me. The Lord saved me at 17 years old and uh, found my way uh, by God's grace through an unsaved person to a local Baptist church, and the rest, as they say, is history. That's where the Lord allowed me to learn and to grow and uh, began to understand what, a uh, little of what it's about to live for Him. And God called us to serve with Rock of Ages back in 2003. Um, we moved from England, actually Wales we were living in at the time, and we moved to the country of Romania and served in Romania for nine, nine and a half years in the prisons out there. We planned that was us for life. That was We, pl we planned that to be our field. Um, but during the time over there, we understand now it to be of the Lord. Um, the ministry challenged us if we might be willing to pray and uh, seek him about relocating to the U.S., 
um, to see if uh, we maybe could help in some way to develop the international work. I always say tongue-in-cheek. Uh, I guess they asked a foreigner to deal with the foreigners. I, I really don't know. But, <laughs> but anyway, having another year of just seeking the Lord, uh, the Lord encouraged us and showed us and led us and confirmed to us that it, that was to be our move. And so we landed in Livingston, Louisiana at Fundamental Baptist Church. We serve out of that church now under my pastor, Brother Joey Wampler. He's from Cowpens, North Carolina. There's something about strange place names that the Lord does with us. But anyway, great privilege to serve under him. Um, Our role within the ministry, uh, my role right now as of January is actually director of the international work. That doesn't make me anything um, uh, I was really the, the man that was uh, in that spot, wasn't looking for that, but the men had got around and felt that that was the right way to go. We prayed, and uh, a little toward the end of last year, that was what God confirmed. Um, I'm well aware that all that I'm doing is really riding on the shoulders of Dr. Ricky Dunsford, the man that came before me. He built that work from zero um, 30 years ago now, and so I'm very privileged and highly honored um, to try as best I can to follow the Lord's lead and try and help to oversee. I've got a team of men working with me. Uh, try as best we can to follow the Lord and see what he would do. Give you a very brief overview. Rock of Ages right now is serving in, we have an established work in 20 countries in different parts of the world. An established work can all sound very impressive, but if I quantify that for you, that simply means a work that has been ongoing for a minimum of 12 months at least once a month visitation, either to a prison or a school, and has a plan in place for future growth. At that point, um, that work will then be labeled an established work. We have 20 countries where that's going on right now. Um, We've got three countries that are actually under development. Uh, That means we're actually actively looking into it, making visits, but nothing's established just yet. Um, And as an international team, we have 18, a total actually of 22 full-time missionary families serving on the international department. Uh, 14 of those are on the field in different countries. Uh, Seven of those men are states-based and go to and from overseeing anything from a country to a region um, to a continent, depending on which which area and which which, uh, area that man's working in. Personally, what does Mark do? I, uh, with the help of the Lord, um, naturally, I guess, automatically, I I oversee some of the areas of Europe, specifically Ukraine and Hungary, two areas in Europe where we have work that's gone on for many years. Um, I'd like to leave you, if I may, just with three prayer requests. And the first one is right here in Ukraine. Of course, with all that's gone on, we have a family out in the Ukraine, been with the ministry 19, uh, 16 years, Brother Alex Vyshchenko. They left the country because of the war. It would be too much to go into to explain all of that, but they are now stateside. Uh, Another area of what I do is overseeing a lot of of our missionaries' official paperwork, visa paperwork, prisons paperwork, trying to keep them doing what they're able to do so they don't have a headache with all of that. we got Alex over here. Please would you help us pray? If all right now, tune me out and pray right now, pray that God would open up a little door in the Ukraine even now in wartime. Um, We have a man in Hungary that I work very closely with the last five or six years. He's just got, the Lord's just given him a link with a local pastor, good, solid church, uh, maybe an hour over the border, and there's a possibility of getting into a prison even now during this time. And we've been asking the Lord if he would allow us to just crack a door open 
to keep a presence uh, with the ministry in Ukraine. So we're praying about that. If you'd help me pray, I'd be so grateful. Um, Those are two particular areas. Second prayer request, would you pray for Nepal? Uh, God introduced me to a jewel of a man. Um, His name is Pastor Gideon Kipgen. He is an Indian man, church planter, sent out of his church from India to Nepal. The Lord's given him uh, six church plants now. We were able to see a prison work established there. And unfortunately, due to a man um, just getting a little out of, out of where he needed to be, that work has come to a halt. I uh, talk with Pastor Gideon every week, and uh, our heart's burdened to see that work continue on in that country. We'd appreciate your prayers for that. And beyond that, um, I will say, please do pray for us as a family. Uh, we've, uh, we haven't done any deputation work since we arrived in the States, and so we are one of the reasons I wrote to you, preacher, and uh, we're beginning to pray and ask the Lord if he would help us a little with our support as a family as we press on in this area that the Lord's led us to. So thank you, church. We appreciate your time. Thank you, pastor. The Lord bless you as you press on for him.